Good afternoon, this is October 6th, this is Ninjas of Another Color Podcast, I am your host, uh, Dwayne Notley. Uh, today is uh, Facts, No Feelings Day, uh, we're going to dive into the Atlanta Falcons, um, the Braves, uh, we're going to do a little, I guess, relationship, I hope, I hope, I'm going to try to end the passing of Bobby Bowden. All right, let's kick this off. marching band we're giving tribute to the great Bobby Bowden but after this show we'll see all right this is ninjas of another color podcast I'm your host uh, Dwayne Ali check us out on Spotify uh, Google podcast or you can send us an email at ninjas of another color podcast at gmail uh, hit up on Facebook and an IG our first topic today is the Atlanta Falcons uh, they had their preseason game and they played all their backups. The talk around the internet was that they looked awful because they lost 20, 20 to three. Uh, the defense was no, but they were backups. None of the starters played. But we got a couple shining star, uh, shining spots. We came away with four sacks, uh, a lot of interceptions, a lot of hurries. So here are the highlights. Woodside rolling out to his right, connects with a tight end, Luke Stalker. That'll be enough for the first down. Five yards on each side of the line of scrimmage, including Barry. That was an easy call. Hand off on first and 25, a good run. Gray Wolf, the head coach. Harrington Evans back in the tailback. On second and 17. Over the middle, the pass is complete. Third and 14, trying to get off the field. Woodside, pressure. Woodside gets sacked. There it is. McCarrick rolling off to his right. He completes his first back. That's a Dean Key staple, that A-gap pressure. He's coming. Woodside stepping up, and Woodside gets sacked. Steve. Caleb Huntley back in that tailback here on first down. McCarrick under center. Rolling to his right, pressure from behind, flag is thrown, he passes, and it's caught by Chris. Holding offense, number 46, 10-yard penalty, replay, first down. Third penalty of the game for this Falcons offense, facing a first and 20. McCarron throws, 
o'clock in the middle. Always a lot of room, pre-snap movement from this offense. Aaron, front side of the pocket again. He'll throw this three and out for the Falcons. Cameron Nizelak to punt Chester Rogers at his own 30. Rogers Rodgers breaking free, he's got some room, gets a block, down the sideline, and Rodgers is going to be run out of bounds. Yeah, looks like they're only coming to four. And off again is to Sargent, and the defense does tuck him again on for a 26-yard field goal attempt for the first points of the game. And the kick is good. Making a more advantageous down here in second. Garrett. Short field again here for Tennessee. The handoff is to Sergeant. Now it's first down on the 22. Sergeant takes the handoff. Sergeant hits the hole. Woodside gets rid of it quickly. Passes to the end zone. Touchdown. Cameron Batson. says no, it is an open competition. McCarran escapes as the jersey rips. So McCarran to the sideline. Let, let these people know when you arrive. Here's a similar thing we talked about earlier with that eight-gap pressure. Now they're coming with the backside corner blitz, but they do. They're able to complete the Again, Woodside steps up, and that pass is caught. Little eight gap again, looking like pressure. Woodside steps up, has an open receiver, an open field. A 42-yard attempt here for Tucker McCann. And he is now two for two with Jim Mora, with Brian Finneran, with Matt Shaw. Um, just about that and his family and his memorial service. This offense can finally get going here towards the end of the second quarter. And look, tempo is probably something a lot of these backup players have not. Aaron. Oh, that's set. So it's and off. Up the middle of the surge. Let's go tempo. See how guys can do under the circumstances. Test their football IQ. Second down and ten. Now. Showing all out blitz here. Here it comes, and there it is. Third and twenty after that sack, the third sack of the game for the Falcons. This time the quick pass over the middle. On first down, McCarron over the middle. Seconds to go. McCarron breaks free. There's a flag throw. McCarron racing out of bounds. He gets out of bounds with two seconds. A flag in the backfield. 
holding offense number 67. Uh -huh. A 10 yard penalty from the previous spot. Replay second down. It's a preseason penalty. Yeah, I think this that's, 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 that's when you say the officials are getting into uh, regular season mode as well. Caleb Huntley with the carry to end this first half. The time of the release was there.
Yep, uh, that was the Atlanta Falcons playing the Tennessee Titans. Uh, like I said, none of the star player played. So, like I said, I took away from the game that the Atlanta Falcons actually have, with the scheme they have and the current backups they have, they have a pass rush. Like, they came over with four sacks in that game from the front four. Yeah, you might have blitzed, but it came from the front four. But anyway, uh, the next game is next week. We're going to see, I guess, the starters. I think they go to Miami, I think. But again, uh, I like it. Like I said, who oh, you didn't want to be here. So if you don't want to be here, you don't want to be here. All right. Uh, this is the Ninjas of Another Color podcast. I read us if you us. Give us five stars at Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts send us an email at ninjas of another color at gmail hit us up on facebook or ig all right moving on to our next topic which is the atlanta braves ho hum ho hum ho hum ho hum guess what happened after the all-star break everybody thought the the sky was falling in and i did say on this podcast they're going to win the division and i'm gonna make a bold prediction if they win the division and make the playoffs, uh, Snit's gonna win Manager of the Year. He, um, I don't know if he win, but if he keeps up on the pace, Freddie will probably. If he just picks up on the pace, and you, he'll go ahead and get it. All right, uh, this is a. off but yeah the Braves are currently in first place here we go let's get to some highlights who has struggled in his career against the Nationals BJ hopefully today's one of the days for Max that he can turn those gaudy numbers around yeah he's going in the right direction fastballs curveball type pitcher he gets ahead with that fastball but hey against Washington Washington's hitting 271 versus left-hand pitches that leads the National League so He's going to have to get ahead, and that curveball has to be effective today. And Freed turns it loose, and a good live fastball struck him out. A one pitch. Little roller out to short. Dansby's on the other end. He gathers perfectly, throws over to Austin Riley, two down. A two-out double by Zimmerman. And the breaking ball got it to swing and miss. Bookend strikeouts for Max Freed. Good start for the Braves lefty. 15 games, 13 starts, Corbin career against the Braves. Yeah, last start August 3rd against the Phillies took the 5-4 to four loss, gave up four runs on six hits over seven innings, struck out eight Phillies, 93 pitches, 66 for strikes. Opponent hits just 191 against the Patrick Corbin slider. Down and in! Patrick Corbin getting ahead and then burying the breaking ball. Breaking ball away. And Soler got it down around the end of the bat, so an easy fly ball. Yadiel Hernandez, two down. Corbin delivers, fastball line to left. Coming in is Yadiel, and Hernandez makes the catch for the out. Good play coming straight in on a line drive to left on the first pitch of the at-bat. Draw the way to Kibu. That's a little shot out to 8 He's got it at third, goes to Ozzie at second for one. Over to Riley, double. 
double play. 5-4-3, and they send it around the horn. 3-1 pitch, popped up on the infield. In foul territory, a trio of Braves there, and Ada takes control at the last moment and makes the catch. There is a moment of hesitation there and confusion between Ada and Kevin Smith. But Adrianza makes the catch, and Max sees the minimum at the top of the second. Small sample size, and on the shift, that's the second baseman, Garcia, on the left side of second. <laughs> I can't even look. Slider in the dirt. Barrera will step out into uh, a throwing lane, and Patrick Corbin has his second strikeout. Remember when Bryce stepped on the eight? It was a big deal. Back, back, back goes Yadiel Hernandez, handling his third play of the day. Patrick is throwing strikes. Popped in the air. Riley dives. Can't make the play. Free though. Heads up. Gets the out at second. Creed did not panic. He grabbed it and Ozzy being in the right position at the right time at second base. Wow, what instincts by Freed too. And now you keep the double play in order. Won the gold glove last year for a reason, guys. Nice effort by Riley. And Escobar get a pitch down and in. And out to center, it's on the ground. Garcia coming home. The Nets on top. And he got Zimmerman to swing and miss, 96. And thrown with a bit of anger there. Two outs, runners at first and second, one nothing Washington. High hopper hit toward short. Dansby's got it, goes the short way to second, close play. And that will retire the side. Alcides Escobar, a soft run scoring hit. Max mad about the walk to the pitcher as he trails one nothing. And right there, Carter Kibu, two down. I think he's laughing because he probably didn't see that. As you say, oh my goodness, right there. This one on the ground, and it's Max Freed that breaks up the perfect game. Back to the top of the order now to Ozzy Albies. Guys can mix and match. That ball's well struck to center. Look at it carry. Robles to the wall, and it's gone. Well, maybe he will stay in lead off. <laughs> Ozzie Albies just hit his 18th, and with a little for Max Freed, Atlanta has its first lead. You're right, that's the key to a little help from Max Freed, getting the base hit, getting on, giving Ozzie Albies the opportunity to hit with somebody on the base. And this is what we've been waiting for from the leadoff, Ozzie Albies. Washington's out, hit the Braves 5-3, but an Albies home run, the difference in the game. Corbin off stride, pops one into left. Adam Duvall will make that play. And there's the first out. As this one's hit in the air toward left, not deep. And two outs. A hot day, the pitch is in the air to right. Solaire should haul that in. He does. And it's three out, three down for Max Freed. His first perfect and clean inning in a 2-1 lead. Here comes the bottom of the fifth. Fly ball to Victor this time. Fold at first. And he catches it about 395 feet away. Down and in. Perfect pitch in that count. Strikeout number five. He made it 3 and 12. Now the batter Max Freed and a tapper right back to Corbin. He has it off the first base side, jogging toward first, a short flip to Ryan Zimmerman. 
and the side retires. So Corbin with another amazingly quick inning retires the Braves on six pitches. And Hernandez waits for that breaking ball. Bell gets a read, ball not hit hard. He's over to third base. Yadiel Hernandez wants to start a new hitting streak. He's two for three today. And now a big pitch, the 2-2. Two -two. He struck him out after the meeting with Smith. Couple of swings and misses. And Keeboom has struck out twice today. Two outs, first and third. As Barrera waits the 0-1. Poked up the middle, but right at the bag. Ozzie will take it to the pillow. And that will retire the side. A quick meeting from Kevin Smith. Gets freed off the hook in the sixth, and he enjoys a one-run lead. The 2-1. Swing a ground ball. Deep in the hole at short. Backhand play. Escobar jump throw to second. They get the out as Garcia scoops the low throw. Nice play by Alcides Escobar just to get one. It's so in some serious range here. Got a nice Sunday hop on a Sunday and then the throw with the jump to get the force out at second. Nice play. That's pretty right there. And a nice pick by Luis Garcia on the back end. Austin Riley 0-4-2 today. One ball, one strike. This one down the right field line. That might turn to goal. It is in fair ball. Swanson around third. They're going to wave it. They missed the cutoff man of the Braves yet again. But another guy out there for Duvall who singled his last time. He's starting to relax a little bit. Swamp to deep left. Two run over for Duvall into the Hangar Terrace. A line drive missile. Good call, BJ. I'm telling you guys, you go the other way, all of a sudden you start feeling comfortable. Five straight strikeouts. Garcia goes to third with one out. Guys are ripping, and that's out to left center. Victor Robles' first knock of the day. Garcia touches home for the second Nats run. He also had the first one. Zimmerman laces one to right center. And because he got the second on the wild pitch, Victor Robles scores. The Nats are back in the game. It's 5-3. to three. Soto will be pinch hitting for Tres Pereira. Soto's 0 for 2 with a strikeout against Richard. The pitch. Strike him out. Perfect pitch. But Soto goes back and looks at the tape of this one. He has no argument. That is a strike. Good call. One out away. Escobar has been a pest. First pitch swing, fly ball well hit. Duval sprinting to the edge of the track. That ball carrying out to the wall. Escobar is in at second base. Oh, Duvall had it in the glove, could not hang on, and the Nationals are still alive. Mike Zimmerman's two for four. Zimmerman serves one, left center. That ball's on the ground. Escobar is going to score. It is a three-hit day for Ryan Zimmerman. His second driven in with the scrappy Nats down just a run. On the ground. Ozzie's got it. Throw to first, and the Braves have won the series. The Nats gave the Braves a 
everything they could want in a three-game set, fellas. This was a hard-earned series. Yep, that was a hard-earned series win. There are two games over 500. And now, you notice Ozzy hit a home run? Yeah, that was a start of a streak that he started where he is homered in the last, I think, four or five games. And now we move on to the Cincinnati Reds. Unbeaten in his last 11 starts. And on the left-hand round, a couple of primary offensive players in green are out of the starting nine for David Bell tonight. Yeah, you know, Drew Smiley's got to take advantage of that. His last three starts haven't been real good. His last start went four innings against St. Louis, 75 pitches, a few too many pitches. The first inning really hurt him, but I thought things got better as the game went on. And hopefully today he builds up those last three innings from his last start. Slow, slower, slowest is down on strikes. Two up, two down for Drew Smiley. Wow, Drew set him up really good with a fastball up in his own, and we see strike three right there. Castellanos didn't think much of that call. Back-to-back -back strikeouts for Drew Smiley. He retires the Reds in order, and the Braves are coming up. No score. Tonight, though, guys, they run into a veteran. Sonny Gray, the pride of Vanderbilt. He's looking for his fifth victory of the year, Nick. Yeah, those numbers are a little bit deceiving. As BJ said, his last four starts have not been good. 19 innings, 25 hits. Still has that strikeout stuff, but runners in score vision have been a problem for him. He's a sinker guy, four-seam. Curveball and slider has four plus pitches. Broken bat, little pop into shallow left. Aquino coming on, won't get there. Soler, big and strong, has a broken bat hit. And the Braves have a threat here in the bottom of the first inning. This is why he's so good, because he's so big and strong. Right into Stevenson's glove. Sonny Gray's first K, and he works around the Soler leader. Scoreless. Aristides Aquino. Aristides Aquino booms with a deep left center field. Gah! The Punisher pops a two-run homer, and the Reds have the lead two to nothing. You've all a chance to tie it up with a home run. Swing and a high fly ball, deep left field. Did he get enough? Aquino to the wall. This is so Adam Duvall. toward right center field. Can anybody catch up? Off the bat, I thought that was headed for the gap without problem, but it hung up for Peterson who made a tumbling catch for out number one. And I don't know whether he thought it was going to right field, but great effort here. Shallow center, Akiyama coming on, slides and makes the catch. Akiyama has had some very strong glove work for the Reds in center field of them. And he'll lead off the Atlanta sixth against Henry, and he greets him with a first big single. So one thing for sure will jettison a club's hopes for making postseason play, and that is an offense that feels like it has to win the game two or three times a night. Great hitters count, three balls and a strike. And nowhere near. Braves have got two walks for the Reds in the inning. The bases are loaded, and Stephen Vogt is coming up. 24,000-plus roaring with a 3-2 pitch. He missed, and the Braves lead up. Bases loaded, free pass. Three walks in the 
it out toward Votto, who's got it. Sessa throws one pitch and gets the Reds out of a giant mess. The Reds walk three, give up a hit, but Atlanta takes the lead. 3-2 as we head to the seventh. He has that zone. Whistle inside the bag, fair. That's going to be an extra base hit. Solero around first. Aquino rips it back to the infield. The Braves in business. Solaire has his second hit. He's been on base three more times tonight. Up the middle, India. Makes the throw, and Sessa keeps it a one-run game. Rodriguez pitched in just three games, covering two and a third innings with Pittsburgh. Line to short. Snap throw back to first. They got it! They put Wander too far off the bag. It's a double play. For the moment, that will end the inning. Almost certainly, you figure, the Reds will take a look. And the rule, of course, is there has to be clear and convincing evidence. Greg Gibson's the man at first that made the call. Verdict is in, and the batter runner is safe. Jerry Davis, the crew chief, made the call. So the Reds challenge and do so successfully. Castellanos left down, splashes down in front of Duvall. Nate went up to second base. Tying run in scoring position. Manzagretti is 1-2. Struck him out! They've got him twice with that high fastball. No argument from Bottom, just a shake of his head. And Manzik comes in and puts out a Cincinnati rally in the eighth inning. Wow, the reach by both. The Braves got the call. Thank you very much. 3-2 Atlanta. It's 3-2 Atlanta. We go to the top of the ninth inning. Will Smith is on for the Braves. He will face the five, six, and seven hitters for the Cincinnati Reds. Will's had a very solid year, 22 out of 25 in saves. Rough outing last time out, so you know, fellas, he's happy to get back on the beam tonight in game one. Farmer opposite way. Goes gapping. Down and all the way to the wall. Farmer up to second base. The tying run is in scoring position as Farmer in a homecoming doubles in the ninth. Left, right, and third base with Suarez and Moustakis. Another payoff. Up and away as Suarez walks. This is about as animated as we have seen Eugenio Suarez in a long time, man. Both of those have come after bases on balls. The 0-2 pitch. On the ground, Freddie's got it. There's one. The throw to first. It's in time. It's a double play. And the Braves have won game one. Excellent play by Freddie Freeman. Throwing to the outside, making sure he doesn't hit Suarez in the back. He yep. And that was... Oof, a game that that might have is charting to show what is happening with the the bullpen, because that's not the first time. Uh, what's his name was having problems. Yeah, he was having issues. And I guess the Braves are still not in first place yet, but they're still. Having at it, and 
Now, game two of that series. And speaking of important, this is a big start for Tuki Toussaint. I'm not quite sure what to make of Tuki's big league season so far for Atlanta, Jeff. His first two starts for the Braves were spectacular. His last two were kind of so-so. And then, you know what, welcome, Travis. You said 86 games on the open that he's been out, been waiting to get not just that bat, but the veteran behind the plate in leadership. Now you got him in both. You got two veteran catchers to take you the rest of the way. No balls, two strikes. And a cue shot right back to the mound. Wet baseball. And a flip to first is in time. Farmers retired and we're underway with a ground ball back to the mound. And strike three. Castellanos is retired. Two outs. First strikeout for Tuki Toussaint tonight. And Tukey got him to swing and miss. He works around the Joey Votto single. Winker can't score on a single to center, and the Braves shut him down. No score. 21 starts on the year this year for Wade Miley. 270 in his major league career that finds him 94 wins against 89 losses. As Ozzie Albee steps into the right-hand batter's box. But Ozzie greets him with a leadoff two-strike single. You know how Ozzie loves hitting against lefties, and... That's a good sign, Jeff. Getting some hits from him out of that number one spot on the lineup card. And Solaire takes high. Wade Miley with a walk. That's rare. Riley, 26 RBIs since the All-Star game. Line drive, smoke to center. But Naquin can't get it. It's off his block. Relay race. Here comes Obies around third. He's going to score. Solaire's coming. Here's the throw. It is going to be a tie. The Braves get a run. Albies comes home to score to make it 1-0. Cincinnati with a perfect relay play. Erases Solaire at the plate. Now Adam Duvall is up. And another walk. That is two for Miley. And Travis Darno will have a chance to swing the bat in the big leagues for the first time since May 1st. Nick Green, this is a day that Brian Snitker and everybody in Braves country has eagerly anticipated. Line drive, well hit to right, but Castellanos is there. And Darno is retired for out number one in the second inning. That sounded good off the bat. Braves getting some good hacks. Well, that was a pretty swing. So here's Heredia. Swing and a drive. Bound to deep left. It's three to nothing. Oh, baby, was that smoked. His fifth home run. I didn't know he could hit a ball like that. I mean, that ball is absolutely smashed. As Miley swings and misses, didn't get that, and Tuki Toussaint has his third strikeout. That's five in a row, retired by the Braves' right. Farmer, a little pop, long run, Freddie over the shoulder, try, and he makes the basket catch. Beautifully done, and Farmer's retired. Two outs, six straight for Toussaint. Freddie might have been a good tight end if he played football. He makes that catch all the time. Good pitch. There's that two-seamer chip. Ran it right in on him. Farmer's having a great year, especially in the second half. Votto will step to the plate. One swing of the bat, and we can have ourselves a tied ball game. And he misses with a fastball to load the bases. So it'll be Mike Moustakis. Aces juice. Runners lead. There they go. The pitch is popped up. Foul ground. Freddie Freeman has plenty of room. He's got it. Tukey gets out of it. Moustakis pops up with the bases loaded. Still 3-0 Atlanta, and Freddie's coming up. Patented Freddie Freeman with that approach. Base hit to left. Thought about two, but he'll 
Slam on the brakes, leadoff single. Swing and another rocket. This one headed for the corner. Freddie around second on his way to third. Ball dies to the wall. They're going to wave it. Freddie around third. Here comes Farmer's throw. It is going to be in time. Oh, I don't know about that one. Freeman looked like he might have gotten the foot down. Barnhart the tag. Let's see if the Braves take a look. The tag looked like it was on the hip. Greg Gibson rung him up for out number one. They're going to take a look. Yeah, he's yeah. safe. Give Riley an RBI. 4-0 Atlanta. Runner at third, no one out. Three balls, two strikes. Pump to right field. Castellanos coming on. He makes a sliding grab. Riley tags. Here comes the throw. He belly flops in safely and gives Swanson an RBI. His 60th. Castellanos leading off the red sixth. Castellanos spins out of the way. Breaking ball that doesn't quite bend. Castellanos saying perhaps it got him. Well, it's reviewable, and that's what they're going to do. Oh, yeah. That's the easiest hit-by-pitch you can have. Yeah. So Castellanos gets first base. Reds could sure use the base runner. Joey Votto's been aboard twice. He has singled and walked. His walk last time up tied Ty Cobb for 53rd all-time in walks. Votto drills it to center field. Into the batter's eye. Joey Votto still bangs his 24th of the year. And that bruise to Castellanos pays handsome dividends. Five to two. And you hit that sweet spot right there to dead El Centro. Hold that pose. Tabernacle with singled last time. That takes a bounce. It gets past Albies and Riley, and Naquin never stops. Nobody's at second base, so he'll gladly take it. Not one, but two high hops on the same ground ball. You don't see that very often. Here's Suarez. Hey, Eugenio Suarez, first pitch. Drilled the center field. Off the wall. And overrun by Aradia. Naquin around third. He scores. An RBI double. Hey, Eugenio Suarez draws the Reds with it, too. Blast, at least off the wall out there. Suarez gets one up and in. And if you're pulling off the ball at all, that's a pitcher you can get to. Now Nick Castellanos. If he could reach, Votto would come to the plate representing the tying run. Did that get him again? Second time. He is reluctantly hit by pitch. Well, that time, Greg Gibson believed him right away. So the tying run bats, and it's the smoldering hot Joey Votto. Votto to right field! Joey Votto ties the game! The legend grows, and it's 5-5! I mean, waited no time at all. First pitch. Not all that bad of a pitch. A little breaking ball down from the left-hander Smith and just golfed right out of here. Wow. But now you deal with Adrianza, who's been tough in a pinch. And now with Darno 90 feet away, anything in the dirt, you got to see if Barnhart can block it. Struck him out. Fastball by him, and Michael Lorenzen forces free baseball as we shoot to extras in Atlanta. Tied at five apiece, Aquino trying to bring home the go-ahead run. Hard hit ball, Dansby slides, makes the play, and preserves the tie. 
Wow. Great play by Dansby Swanson. Hard hit ball. Rodriguez loving that. Now again, the Braves a chance to walk it off. Free runner for the Reds. Aristides Aquino. Atlanta's own Kyle Farmer. He's in the leadoff spot. Farmer gets it through to right field. Windmill out for Aquino. He scores. Kyle Farmer, who went to high school just 10 minutes from this ballpark, gives the Reds their first lead of the game at 6-5 in the 11th. First and second, two outs. Now, Ozzy last time just missed. Swing and a drive. Deep right field. Ozzy Albies into the chop house. Can we talk about circle the calendar games? The Braves blew a 5-0 lead. They come all the way back down to their last out with all of their extra inning struggles. And Ozzy Albies has hit a game-winning home run. With the Dodgers beating the Phillies late in that game, the Braves, with that mighty blow, might have just earned a share of first in the East. Yep, with that, we did earn a share of first place. And... We lost the final game of that series, but we won the series. But you saw the problem, what was happening. Will Smith is not really pitching well. I don't know why, but it is what it is. Because moving on to the next series, we're going to see if we're having problems with the pen. And we move on to Washington. Braves Nats, first of three. We're going to be underway more than three hours late. Should be the latest start at Nationals Park since Saturday, August 12th of 17. And just moments ago, the Nationals presented Ryan Zimmerman with a game-worn jersey and the lineup card from yesterday's historic appearance in New York when Ryan played in his 1,768th ball game. Here's his arsenal, in case you're wondering. Opponents at 222 against the fastball, 222 against the slider. Curveball change to complement it. Looked like a swing. Alfonso Marquez, the crew chief down at third, concurs in the long-awaited first out of the night. Pick it up right where he left off last start against the Braves. We just told you about the 10 strikeouts and that's how this one begins with a strikeout of Ozzy Albies. Pretty well executed. 97 miles per hour. Now that's moving around on a Friday night and a very impressive 1-2-3. Charlie Morton and that ball is ripped. That ball is fair. And Victor Robles cruising in the second on the first pitch he sees tonight. He's now seven for his last 20. Maybe the latest there goes the no-hitter, but there goes the no-hitter, a leadoff double for Victor Robles. Cruising in the second. Pulls it, breaks his bat. That's going to drop onto the grass. Victor Robles was ready to go home, and Bob Henley said, Stop, big fella. 
first and third, nobody out, and how about Escobar way behind in the count, getting a knock, and Soto coming up. So baptize a hero, good stop by Bob Henley at third. He stopped someone, Bob. Watch, he's got a stop sign. It's a good thing he did. Watch been all over the bases lately with hits and walks. Soto, center field, and balls on the ground, skipping deep into the gap. Robles home, Escobar to third, Soto delivers RBI number 62, and the Nats are on time. Line moving. Here in the bottom of the first, the two-strike approach by Juan Soto, a laser to right center. Chuck Peterson does a nice job of cutting this ball off, but an easy first and third for LCDs. Escobar, same beds. And Bell hits it well the other way. Escobar back to tag. He takes off. Throw home by Duvall. Cut off. 2-0 Nationals. Four good at-bats to start the late night. Austin Riley's still a pup. He just turned 24 early April. And Josiah showing him the repertoire here. Some heat upstairs. Some breaking stuff in the dirt. And he has fanned three of the four hitters. In six of the third innings against the Atlanta Braves, Josiah Gray struck out 13 of them. In six and a third. It's a good way to start your career. And then he freezes Duval. How about this? Six up, six down. Two strikeouts in each inning so far. And a two-run lead with which to work. We'll do from Charlie. Side to his left, Andrew Swanson picks 360 spin and a pull it over to Freddie Freeman to retire Alcides Escobar. That's a beautiful play by Dansby Swanson out at short. And a 1 2 3 inning. And now the le young left hander Garcia gets a chance to add on. And it's smacked into left field. That's down for a hit. Here comes the runner around third. Bell is chucking the throw to the plate. It's on the money, and Bell never got to the dish. Another great throw from Duvall erases Josh Bell. Charlie Morton gives up the hit, but Atlanta erases Bell. It's still 2-0. Traces empty. Travis Darno, the Atlanta catcher. And this one is hammered toward left field. That ball is gone. Travis Darno has hit a homer, and the Braves are right back in the game. He's had both Atlanta hits. And that's got to be a very satisfying trip around the bases. His first homer back off the injured list. Anger here's, you know, he, but you see, got him out front, but good hitters like Travis, he was able to stay back enough. And the only thing you knew what this was going to be if it was high enough to get out and he was able to just sneak in the flower bed. Top of the order, Ozzie Albies. Not this time. Unloads deep to right field. Did he get enough? At the wall. He did. He ties it up. He wasn't getting the two strikes this at bat, Jeff. And the home run ball bites Gray. Young Gray's fan has a souvenir and a smile, and we're tied at two. Third game in a row for Ozzie with the home run. Ozzie took the approach of, I'm going to see a ball up. He got the curveball up in the zone. Tied this ball game up. Austin Riley's 0 for 2 with a strikeout tonight. 2 2. Fastball, rifle, center field deep. Braves have the lead. Well, all night, Austin.
Austin Riley Chip has not been able to catch up to that fastball. Right here, he gets one down in the zone. It gets a huge home run to give the Braves a lead. Driven Homer in his last 21 games. That ball is driven to right center. That's beautiful. So Gray, as good as he is, has served up three more homers tonight. 107 off the bat. Tying run is Barrera. He's at third base. 0-2. Hard hit ball. And Tansby's got it on a dive. Boy, oh boy, the Nationals hit a whole lot of rockets in the seventh. But the Braves in the right place at the right time to preserve a 3-2 lead. Tansby Swanson, a infield hit last time up. Swing and a high fly ball toward left center field. Dansby Swanson with the fourth solo homer for the Braves tonight. Well, he missed the 3-1 and Machado came and he knew it. Look at him put his head down right when he hit it. See the dugout. That ball's launched. Look at Chip, it's over the red seats and into the tables. Two balls, two strikes. Here it is. Swing and a miss. Escobar chased ball three, and the Braves come back from a 2-0 deficit with four solo home runs to get the road trip off to a great start. Atlanta is back in first place, a 4-2 thriller in Washington tonight. Yep, we're back in first place. We were tied, but again, Will Smith has too much traffic in the, in the later innings. So we're going to keep our eye on that and we need um tom glavin back in the booth can't do frenchy i'm sorry i don't apologize all right moving to game two of this series two-year-old left-hander patrick corbin nasty on 85 the slight piece corbin sets the kick of the pitch and a swing and a miss on the slider in the dirt. Pereira puts the tag on Riley, and Corbin strikes him out to end the inning. Max Breed on the mound facing Robles, Escobar, and Soto. There's a beautiful curveball. Robles took that, and Freed has his first strikeout. One away. Right back where that came from. It got a piece of Freed. Ozzie dives, slings to first, and got his man. What a play by Albies. That caught Max Freed on the thigh, it looked like, as it made its way back through the box. And a great play to erase Escobar. It kind of just barely grazes him. I think it's fine, but what a play by Ozzy. I mean, that was a strong throw over to first base. Great play. The 2-2 pitch. Here it is. Here you go. He went. Soto is out on a check swing. Max Freed throwing his fastball in the first inning. Struck out a pair. Soto didn't like it. No score. Second inning in D.C. That's two away here at the top of inning number two. And it'll bring up the catcher, Travis Darno, on his left hand of the pitch. Swinging a slow chopper up the third baseline. Fair ball. Keeble charges in. Out of the, out, out of the grass. And then the off-balance throw across the body in time. The bell to retire the side. Max digs in. He's 6 for 13 at the plate since the All-Star break. 2-0 on the way. That is lined down the left field line, a fair ball, he's done it again. Kicks off the wall, in pursuit is Hernandez, gets to it, and as he sends it in, Max Freed is going to be satisfied with a single. I hope his left thumb is okay, because that jammed him really bad, and it just happened to stay fair, but another knock. Freed down at first, here's Ozzie. 
corked into center, misjudged, and over the head of Robles. Frida around second, he's chugging for third. Bobble on the warning track, Frida around third, helmet flying, he will score, and the Braves get a gift, it's one nothing. Boy, a huge misread by Robles out in center field. I guess he saw Ozzy out front. You see how he got out front on that pitch? Not, but you can hear it. He squared that ball up. And good job by Max here. It's one good thing. Max got a lot of speed and wash. Look, he knows Max is athletic, and he takes every advantage of that and sends him. Well, it's up to Freddie Freeman to get that run in from third base with two down. Freeman on the ground. That's going to sneak through for a two-out hit. Freddie Freeman, 64th RBI. That's a biggie. It's 2-0 Atlanta. After being held hitless last night, just takes this one right back up the middle and the way they play the shift on him. It's an easy RBI. This is Tres Pereira, the Washington catcher. Another breaking ball. More soft contact. Catcher running. Glove flip from Ozzy Albies. He's made a couple of good plays today. Ozzy's so good at this play. Playing the shift a little bit. Had to run it long ways. It would have been close if he took his time and got it out of his glove to see what happened, but makes this just look too easy. So Victor Robles trying to bust up the perfect game here at the bottom of the fourth. Nobody covering first except Victor Robles. Nice bunt. We had a feeling it was going to be on this pitch, but not a bunt. Look at that. Victor Robles. Perfect bunt, and it's all you got to do is... Freddie Freeman in the back. No chance. Here's Juan Soto. Right field. Back is Soler. And he can only play the carom. Robles heads for third. Soto into second. After missing tying the game by not too much. And the Nets in business here in the fourth. So here is Josh Bell. And the pitch to Josh. Curveball shot up the middle. Base hit center field. Robles scores. Soto's being held at third as Heredia fires a strike in. One hop to the third base side of the plate. So the Nationals on the board. RBI single for Josh Bell. Ozzie plated the first run of the night. Let's see what Ozzie can do with the payoff. Here it is. Swing and a drive. That's wallop to deep left. That ball is in the bullpen. Ozzie Albies golfs another homer out of the ballpark. Number 22, and the Braves extend the lead. And four straight days now with a home run for Ozzie Albies. On the ground and into left field. That's a base hit. Soler, a big turnaround second. He'll slam on the brakes. Freddie Freeman's two for two, and the inning continues. That's the third Atlanta hit in the fifth inning. Dansby, two ground outs today, 22 RBIs for him after the All-Star game. The 2-2. Line drive, base hit, left field is going to score those two runs. Dansby comes through for Atlanta. He's scorching hot, and the Braves add on. Four runs in the fifth inning. Here's Hernandez. Here's the pitch. Hernandez grounds a base hit into left field. Robles gets the wave and he's headed toward the plate. Duvall comes up firing and it is offline. Robles slides in and he scores. Holding at second is Bell on the RBI single for Yadiel Hernandez. First and second, one out of walk and a hit batsman brings up Swanson. Nothing into the pitch. Swing and a fly ball hit hard toward the Braves bullpen. Dansby golfs another one out. Wow, a five RBI day for Dansby Swanson. And that's a backbreaker. Atlanta has scored nine.
He's homered in two straight. Back to the top of the order to Ozzie Albies, and what does he have in store for us now? Two balls and no strikes, pitch all the way to Ozzie. And he sends one out to right field and a base hit. Just over the leaping Luis Garcia, who in the ship was in shallow right. Jock had to make sure it was going to lay down. It did, and he took off to third base. So now Ozzie is a double shy of the cycle. 1-1, ground ball out to third, glove by the third baseman, Keeboom to second for one, to first for a two. Run will score. Peterson jumps across the plate, makes it a 10-2 lead for the Braves. One down, base is empty for Dansby Swanson. Swing and another shot off the bat of Swanson, a line drive to left. That one's going to go. It's another home run for Dansby Swanson. It's a six RBI day. Man, are the RBIs coming in bunches for him. He had a seven RBI game earlier this year. Stay hot, son. They will drag him kicking and screaming to the charter after the game tomorrow. Adam Duvall is in there. With an 11-2 score today. The pitch swing and a high fly ball by Duvall. That one's back toward the bullpen. That one's at the wall. That one's going to go. Back-to-back -back homers. Adam Duvall has his 26th of the year. Bombs away for Atlanta GA in Washington tonight. One more out will do it. Brings Riley Adams to the plate. Pitch on the way to Adams. Got him looking strike three. And the Braves have won nine of their last 11 as they whip the Nats tonight by a final score of 12 to 2. That's right, nine of 11. Yep, they're, they're making that run that they're they're doing again what they did last year, coming down the stretch. And again, it was 12 to something, so we couldn't see what the bullpen was doing. And Ozzy had, what, a fourth straight game with a home run? Now we go to Sunday, Sunday's game. At City Field, August 10th against the Mets, Rain, Radar, he pitched one inning. There's the front door breaking ball, and straight down she goes. Freddie greets him and breaks up the no-hitter. Just do a Freddie dog. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's pretty simple. And a hanger is whacked toward third. That is off the glove of Carter Keeboom, and the Braves' inning will continue. There's the breaking ball, and he had Dansby Swanson lunging. Great pitch to end the inning. Drew Smiley, can he keep rolling, Jeff? 6-0 and since June the 1st. Coming off a good pit, uh, start against the Reds. A powerful Reds, six innings, six hits, two earned runs, seven Ks. From 0-2 to 3-2. And Thomas, base hit. First time up. Good at bat. And Lane Thomas broke early, and Drew Smiley just picked him off. Duvall takes ball four, a leadoff walk. First one of those from Espino today. Smoked into the right field corner. That's down for a hit. Duvall around second, chugging for third. Soto got to it quickly. Duvall at third is going to be stopped. And the Braves have second and third. Nobody out. Two here in the second with nobody out. And Stephen Boat, your hitter. On the ground, Bell with a backhand, that'll score the game's first run. Vogt gets an RBI, the Braves cash in the leadoff walk. Jeff, he puts it in play, does his job, and give Vogt RBI number 23. It's 1-0 Atlanta. The Rajah, the 3-1 pitch, is high, another walk. And now Soler is coming up. Might have broken his bat, a little short hop in between for Garcia. 
Paulo Espino is out of the inning. And Bell just took strike three. He's rung up. First one for Smiley today. One out. Strike three at the bottom of the zone. Smiley a one, two, three second with a couple of strikeouts. A looping go, leg drive. Austin Riley is two for two. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Dansby Swanson got jammed his first time up and tapped back to the mound. Made a 2-2 pitch. Swing and a fly ball. Well hit to center. Robles as far as he can go. Goodbye. Dansby Swanson, a two-run homer. This is unbelievable. 3-0 Atlanta. Now he's definitely not going to want to leave D.C. <laughs> Clean single to center by Luis Garcia. Up on a base hit to right center that'll send Garcia easily over to third base. A couple of good solid ball players at the bottom of the lineup. Garcia holds at third with runners second and third as Robles digs in. That's down by three. Not anymore. Garcia scores. Sanchez stops at third. And the line's moving with a singular approach here in the third. Wild pitch. 3-2 ball game. And Robles to scoring position. Base hit right field. He hit it too hard to drive the run home. How about those two swings for a new guy? One out, tying run at third. Juan hit a medium hard line drive to do ball and left. That's a laser to left. Duval to his right. And scoring easily is Victor Robles. And this game is tied. Smiley to the plate. And a line drive to left. And there is his first hit. A solid line drive between Swanson and Riley. Way outside. And Luis is on for the second time. Strike three right down Broadway, and Smiley gets out of it. Raymond, a single in the first inning, and then a check swing tap out his last time up. 2-0 pitch. Swing and a high fly ball hit toward the Braves' bullpen. At the track, at the wall, Freddie puts the Braves in front. Number 25 for Freeman. We have to worry about a check swing on that. You knew it was gone right away when you saw Freddie stick the tongue out right after he swung. Austin Riley's two for two. He scored a run. As Riley cranks one to deep left. That one's a no-doubter. Back to back. Anything you can do, I can do better. Austin Riley's got 25 homers now. And the decision to let Espino hit hasn't worked out for the Nationals. And Gabe Klobesitz will get the call against his Atlanta offense in the middle of the order. Dansby on the ground. Deep short. Garcia long throw, and Dansby beat it out. Smoked and into center field, a base hit. Wow, was that a laser. Pitch. is outside, ball four, and now they're loaded. That one got away. That's going to score a run and move everybody up. A very wild pitch. And Atlanta's lead now 6-3. to three. And a tamper. High bouncer, runner coming home. A good throw would have had him, and they still got it. Juan Soto will take his base on balls. 87th of the year. Josh Bell 
Long ball, right center, off the top of the scoreboard. Juan Soto held at third by Bob Henley. And that ball within a couple of feet of being his 20th home run. Now Carter Keeble hitting fifth in the order. Serving one to right. Great swing. Soto scores. Bell coming around. Carter Key, boom, drives in two. And it's a six to five game. Yadiel Hernandez will be the next hitter as this one's hit to third. Riley, nice play. Quick release. And Freeman stretches out. Nicely done. One out. That ball, high in the air, plugging the gap, left center, onto the track, into the seats for the double. And Victor Robles is two for four. High pop. Soler is coming on. Lost the cap, but not the ball. And that takes care of the Nationals in the sixth. The Braves hold serve. Lead off walk and Luke Jackson voicing his displeasure. Game on. Here we go. Little chopper. Ozzie will step on the bag. His throw to first is in time. Two for the price of one. Thank you very much. Well, there's your ball game. Hits are even 10 apiece. Braves lead 6-5. Will Smith is going to come on for the toughest of saves. A one-run lead on the road with the top of the order coming up. Good at bat. He missed away and Soto will bat has the potential winning a run. Here we go. Two balls, two strikes. Struck him out. Perfect pitch. Soto caught looking. Four pitch walk. It's a no contact inning with two strikeouts and two walks. Swing and a step by Riley. The peg and the Braves win it. Austin Riley saves the day on an absolute missile hit to third. And the Braves sweep the Nationals. 6-5 is your final score. Yeah, right. 6-5 uh, with some drama in the ninth. Yeah, um, the offense is humming. But we got to fix the bullpen. I think Rodriguez needs to be the, the closer and Williams the setup man. That's just my opinion. Uh, this is the Ninjas of Another Color podcast. Read us, review us, listen to us on Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. Drop us a message on Facebook, IG, or Ninjas of Another Color pod. Ninjas of Another Color at gmail.com. Uh, moving on to our next subject uh, the What If series premiered this week, and this week was What If. Steve Rogers wasn't Captain America. Uh, let's listen to some best episodes. Time, space, reality. It's a prism of endless possibility. I am the watcher. I am your guide through these vast new realities. Ponder the question, what if? A skinny kid from Brooklyn became Captain America. A single choice created a whole new hero. Wouldn't you be more comfortable in the booth? No, I'd prefer to stay. That's the moment that created a new universe. Margaret Peggy Carter chose to stay. Rogers, get in there! He called! Stark, you go in! What? Are you crazy? I'm the buttons guy. Stark, get over there! 
Someday your blood might tell us how to make a real super soldier. Nice left hook. Not according to Colonel Flynn, that weapon's great. If only I was allowed to do that to Hitler's head. You were meant to be the one to end the war. Now you will. I never was much of a dancer anyway. Maybe you haven't found the right partner. The Tesseract was the jewel of Odin's treasure room. Able to hold the power to rewrite the very laws of physics. I'm not risking one man, never mind a platoon, over a glorified batter. The greatest minds alive. And Stark is one of them. This doesn't concern you. You're lucky to be in the room. Cur Maybe the war will be over before Hydra figures out how to turn the damn thing on. This is gonna be awkward. better promote me. Captain has a nice ring to it. Ready to join the war effort, Steve? Bucky's unit is now 50 kilometers behind the front line. He's your friend. The best one I got. I owe you one. You owe me a dance. Who are you supposed to be? Queen of England? The name's Captain Carter. You can't even drive a car. Let's hear it for Captain Carter! The Third Reich will fall. And Hydra will rise from its ashes! I'm no longer screaming to be heard, to be seen. To be respected. I'm still that skinny kid from Brooklyn. The suit is nothing without the man inside. You're my hero, Steve. Hey! Horns stole a jeep! What's going on? Pretend I'm not here! And the Red Skull, the very head of Hydra, is on that train. We <laughs> Thanks! You almost ripped my arm off! Peggy, go! Get out of No wonder Hydra targeted Rogers. You'd need the stopper to get close. You're lucky to even be in the room. Reds. I'm not a... you know... We might need someone to push a button. Who needs a plan? I have a shield. A shield is not a plan! The champion of Hydra has risen! What the bloody hell? No one prepared me for actual monsters! Stark was right. The generator should give the suit enough power. You okay? Yep. Because we don't have all day. Steve? I can't close it! This thing is holding it open! And I'll push it back to hell! Peggy, no! I have to! You owe me a dance lesson! Saturday night! Steve Rogers. The war ended, 
70 years ago. Her one choice gave birth to a whole new history. I observe all that transpires here, but I do not, cannot, will not interfere, for I am the Watcher. Yep, that's the What If series. What if Captain Carter replaced Steve Rogers? I like the animation. It had some good innuendos and stuff like that, but I think it's a good series. It's only nine episodes long. Next week, uh, I think they do the Chichala one, where he did his own voice. Uh, Steve Rogers was a Steve Rogers. Uh, Bucky was Bucky. Sam Jackson was... What's his name? Damn. The director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Nick Fury. There you go. He's Nick. And Hawkeye was Hawkeye. Alright. Moving on. We'll be doing some more on that one. And last week was the end. The ending of first season of Bad Batch. And it was sad, but the family broke up. Uh, it was a, it was I'm looking forward to season two, but here's some excerpts. Ah! 
tunnel was the only way to the Marauder. It would seem that, once again, we are trapped. Camino, Rex, the Republic. That time is over. All you'll ever be to them is a number. Being a clown doesn't make you one of them. I wanted to believe it was the inhibitor chip that made you like this. I was wrong. These medical capsules are our way out of here. How do we avoid the debris field out there? The droid. He can do it. I should be able to complete the task. I have accessed my reserve power. We must hurry. Season 2 in 2022, but Season 1 has mainly been, I think, more of a Carl episode more than a Bad Batch episode because a lot of the stories deal with his decision. So, I like I liked the story. It was cool. They, they showed how the Empire got rid of the, the, the cloners and destroyed Camino, but they took Nala say so they can so they can start the cloning process for the Emperor uh, but since I think this is the we should call this the Crosshair first season let's see his best moments Just follow orders. Every choice you've made since color has been wrong. First the Padawan, 
Then, Guerrera, you are becoming a liability. We can debate my choices later. For now, let's focus on getting out of here. Then you're of no use to the Empire. What are you doing? Guerrera's fighters are dead. These are civilians. We should bring them in. Those weren't our orders. Forget our orders. This is wrong. So you're not going to comply? No. None of us are. Ignore the clone. We signed up to be soldiers, not an execution squad. We're going to detain the prisoners and take them in for questioning. You want to know why they put me in charge? It's because I'm willing to do what needs to be done. Good soldiers, follow orders. Finish the mission. your squad is yet to locate Hera Syndulla, I suggest you stay on task, or I will find someone who can. other. 
and stuff like that but I still like it alright this is a Ninja from Another Color podcast rate us reviews give us 5 stars on Google uh, Spotify or wherever you get your podcast you can reach out and touch us at Facebook IG or send us an email at ninjas of another color at gmail.com uh, thank you so much for the support uh, right now we're going to go to our relationships uh relationship uh episode i wouldn't say episode but relationship corner since when dudes be acting out on the internet and messing up the game all right this is a video i saw on youtube about a dude who is a side piece to a girl and he got his feelings hurt uh, check this out This is our dude. <laughs> come and see me calm down. <laughs> I'm trying to calm down. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to let this all sit in because I'm upset. I just left Walmart.
Yeah, nah. Uh, excuse me, dog. Pull up in the other house. She act like she don't see me. Excuse me, dog. I'm shopping right where they shopping at. Everything this bitch looking for, I'm looking for. Yeah. I don't even need this shit. I'm just looking for the shit, putting the shit in the goddamn basket. I'm not being no fucking player. I'm sorry, nigga. You're saying something. Hey, hey, so his audio fucked up. It ain't, it ain't on my end. As y'all can see, well, y'all don't know, but y'all can see the voice is a little bit different than when his mouth's talking like them. You know how them damn Chinese movies used to be, them Hong Kong fight movies and shit back in the day. The, uh, damn, y'all know the fuck I'm talking about, bro. You know they say, then they words come out a little bit out there. It's on his end. Let's get back into it, though. Bitch, I'm trying to play outside, nigga, say something. Oh, bitch, you almost got exposed, bitch. Yeah, he finna tell it all. Ah, oh, see the video it's just straight out funny but know your role man know your role don't don't mess up the game like that don't be a ninja don't be a ninja don't be a, a low down that you don't know your role you know what you signed up for you know what you signed up for and this is just straight playing yourself on IG live back to the video probably got lit in this fool acting crazy man oh shit Damn, I shouldn't have got lit before this video, bro. God damn. Cuz I'm really acting a damn fool, bro. For real. If this real, man, I, I don't believe there's no skit or none of that shit. He probably just talking. He probably serious. He, you know, he probably like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, shit, bro. God damn. I wasn't expecting this at all. What the hell, y'all, man? Y'all sending me all this crazy ass shit, bro. <laughs> Let's get back into this, man. It's mother... If I don't be able to dip no fucking biscuit, eat no fucking honey, and go slurp, 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 you done, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> don't you never, ever in your fucking life ignore me like that, bitch. All 
do for you. All the mental shit I hear and have to sit there and listen to you and communicate to you about your nothing ass man. I build you up. Yeah. I mentally confide in you. Cause hell, bro. Could have let you to roll my car or something. You could have did something. You could have went over in the next aisle and said you got to get some something. And left him with the kid, bitch. And just say, hey, this ain't a good time right now. Gave him a kiss on y'all, bitch. Side nigga lives matter. Size nigga's lives matter. And if you keep on acting like a side nigga life ain't matter, bitch, boom, it's over for that good life shit. Bitch, I am ready to Like I said, know your role. Don't go on IG Live and play yourself like that. Got people laughing at you. What kind of nonsense is this? Somebody gonna tell me. Somebody tell me the rules for a slide, dude. Please let me know what it is. Email me the the form or whatever. She got that dude all messed up. He all, he all messed up on IG Live complaining. Check it out. Not fucking head, bitch. Weak. Well, I thought a bitch that can't weak her off said something. <laughs> I thought a bitch that can't even weak her out here outside saying something. Keep the side nigga happy, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Before your good shit come to an end. Keep your side nigga happy. Today lessons in. Keep your side nigga happy. Bitch, bring me a pack of drawers. Yeah. Bring me some socks and drawers and get me some joys, bitch. Yeah. Y'all know a side nigga like joys, bitch. Get me some joys and I will shut the up. That's what you want, bitch. Shut the fuck up if I want my Jones. Oh my goodness, this shit is hilarious. He want hush money. Somebody get back to me. What is a side nigga's life? Let me know the rules. Please let me know the rules. Alright, this is Ninja of Another Color Podcast. Rate us reviewers. Give us five stars at uh Google, Spotify. Send us a line at IG or Facebook or send us a note at ninjaofanothercolor at gmail.com. Uh, moving forward, got a question for the ladies. Does money make you more attractive? <laughs> <laughs> 
does it uh, this is a video from I guess eight table let's see you know he's on point everything's on point for women I feel like we fall harder for guys that look really good you know everything's on point they look great rather than a guy that doesn't look as good or whatever um, same thing I think it's the same thing vice versa I think women are harder on guys that look like shit I want to say, not like shit, but no. they just don't no. look right. I think it's different. I disagree. I think it's different. I disagree. If you see a guy that's not look great, you I think that women will like. Yes. Why do ugly different? A man is like a man is a a man. The beauty is being handsome. You know what I'm saying? It's not about really being pretty. It's being handsome. You see a man that's built up and look. I think it's personality really that's different. That's a to me. That's a that's a cute. That's an attractive man. His personality. You know, a handsome man. Like you know, a man don't gotta be. Uh, a man could be ugly and be handsome. That's why you get it all messed. Up. I'm saying. And you. Did she just say a man could be ugly and handsome? What kind of bullshit is that? And then on this world, if you if you're not a sex or more, you for you you fucked up. I'm lucky I'm past a sex, bro. I used to be hard. Like I never used to look like this. I tell you all the time when I was like 17. No, no. I feel like actually, I kind of feel like it's a little bit different to be honest because you could be a five and a six, get yourself a bag and turn it to an eight. You could be a five or a six and get yourself a bag and turn into an eight. There's chemical pills, chemical pills that a lot of celebrities that you see these dirty little kids that's 21 years old that all of a sudden get a major deal. They get it. They take a couple chemical pills and it and it takes off the dead, nasty skin on their face. They start getting a nice little clean shape up, and then they get themselves a nice little outfit. They get clean clothes, crisp clothes, and now all of a sudden they might have been a five, and now they're a seven. Get their teeth fixed. They get their teeth fixed, and and cosmetic surgery is real. Yes. There's girl who's there's girls who's getting their face completely redone. Yes. And if it's done proper enough, she could have been a five and turned into an eight. Over the course of a six-week to eight-week healing period. Now, we even came up with this term when it comes to beautiful. You have beautiful, and you have naturally beautiful. <laughs> there, no, beautiful is, is, is can be born. There I are people, is there are people who, are, who are born naturally more aesthetically uh, pleasing to the eye. Yes. But beauty can be bought with money because there's so many different things that come into play with being beautiful. I would tell you from a personal experience. If I don't get a haircut and my dress done in three weeks, you're not gonna recognize me. And my my facial hair is now growing up over here. My my hairline is all crazy. My dreads is nappy. I'm gonna look. Y'all gonna be like, yo, yo, he walked in the store. Watch out for him. Like, I'm gonna look like a criminal because. But I'm fortunate enough to have enough money to take care of myself aesthetically often. And that's what kind of gives myself sex appeal. Like, I don't like, sometimes jeans do play, and I'm never going to down credit. But the way you take care of yourself plays a bigger fact And if you are beautiful versus pretty. You know what I'm saying? It could be your aura as well. You can be pretty, and you can be beautiful. Also, you can have a great personality. You can be the ugliest guy ever. You have to maintain your look. I just feel like, hold on. I feel like you got to maintain your look. That's why when you... You will look, you will see somebody from high school that was the prettiest girl in class, and then now you're looking at them, they're the ugly, they look, they look at the lost it because they don't take care of themselves. Looks like looks and beauty, you gotta take care of it. You don't take care of it, you lose it. 
I know some people lose it in a later age and some people lose it in an early age. Um, going back to like beauties in the eye of the beholder, I was dating a woman um, when I was about 19, 20 years old and she wasn't really appeasing to the eye or whatever or whatnot. But um, she was a sweetheart. She was very loving, very smart, um, very attentive. So they saying if you're ugly, you're sweet. So we got code words as attentive and sweet. Trying to make up for you're not looking good. Guess what? I'm ugly. And with all her makeup off and she took the wig off and everything like that, I looked at her and I did not feel no differently about her. I looked at her and was like, she is still beautiful. Do you, you think understand? her aura? Because you already fall in. That's, a, that's why I tell people when I, I my, my last dude was ugly as fuck. But like, <laughs> I, I couldn't see it after a while because like I like I you know you get to know the the inner liner inner beauty yeah. you know what I'm saying when you get to know the inner beauty like that whole you know like I might be dating the most ugliest dude but once you fall in love with somebody they become beautiful they become handsome and, and that's I could vice right right versa too because I could be with you could be a beautiful girl I could be dating Erin and Erin doing some fuck shit I'm like bitch you're not even that cute like no, I'm so I'm where like people tell us like their situations and like we put ourselves in their shoes and like tell them how we react now we had a segment last last episode where they told us that they love like basically they're lo they love their partner but they're not sexually attracted to their partner a girl or a guy a guy he said he told us that he well he didn't say he really loved her but he just said that he's he's not sexually attracted to her and i think that's something that like it's true. Like you could love someone and not be sexually attracted to them. That, that happens. That's what I'm saying. Like that happens all the time. That happens all the time. It happens with men. Listen, when men, especially men, that happens all the time. You can love someone and not be sexually attracted to really? the person. Yeah. I mean, again, it's uh, time out there, brother. Yeah, you can love someone and not be sexually attracted to them because you fell out of love with them. You love them as a friend. Uh, gotta push back on that one. Many men love differently than a woman. That's men true. Men will accept certain true. things differently than what women would. And and at the end of the day, like, and he might not never been sexually attracted to her, which a woman might fell out of sexually attracted to a man, but in the beginning she probably was, or case may be. However, to going back, was saying you was talking about somebody's attitude. The attitude of you carry yourself as what Rico said, I'm agreeing with everybody, your opera, it makes you beautiful. Like that's, you can see somebody, right? Or it can make you ugly, right? right? Now, and I don't care how pretty you think you are, the attitude, if your attitude is not right, you're going to always look ugly. And to, to, to people, because at the end, and, and remember what you were saying, taking care of yourself. When you take care of yourself, you carry yourself with a different type of energy, a different type of um, confidence. And women can, you can have some sweatpants on, some sneakers and a t-shirt. They can spot a man with confidence immediately, just like that. Yeah. Like, I can tell he do something or he about something, right? So, like, and that carries it. Like, man, that's just a, and then when he talks or when she talks, that's just a beautiful person. But that prettiness, bro, like, some people just, you, you yeah, but they can be bought. Yeah, either you're pretty or you ain't pretty. Pretty, beautiful, different categories, but... Oh, no, big dog. They kind of superficial. And if you're superficial, you're ugly. 
and then say you ugly you nice if you're nice all that nonsense but hey it is what it is question is does money make you attractive of course it does money brings security and moving on to the next question chivalry is chivalry dead i think so i try to keep it up as much as possible but some people don't like to uh let's listen to this next clip I'm not getting out of the car to open your door or to meet you at the door or to ring your doorbell when you can just walk downstairs. I'm gonna be on Rico with that. It's too much damn work. I don't I don't agree with it being too much work because you already put in the work. Uh, this is called red flags. He done ran and told on himself, him and Oliver. I didn't tell myself. Listen, I did. Did. Listen let's keep it a hundred. Listen, I don't want my, my daughters to be dating a guy that's in the mode that Rico is at, at this point in time in his life. You gotta come to the door. Listen, and I'm I'm viewing it. You know, we I know text messages and the phones. Got it. Joker's just um texting shorties. I am outside and expecting her to come outside and stuff like that. But on the first date, bro, if she give you that address, ring that doorbell. What? No, ring the doorbell. Listen, I'm a, I'm gonna teach my daughters just exactly this. If she gave the guy the address, now if you didn't, if you about to meet up with him, that's different. But if she gave the guy the address and he just texting you, you know, he just texting you to come outside. You 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 don't even say, I, and I'm I'm gonna be, I'm this is what I'm gonna teach him. You can say that I'm wrong. Doesn't matter. I'm gonna teach my daughters. Don't. He already started off wrong. You know, I'm sorry. I'm good. She he already crossed the line. What do you mean? You you ring that doorbell. And for her to come outside. All this texting, yeah, I'm outside the whole nine yards. Nah, he got to show some goddamn chivalry or something. That, that, ha that has to happen. That sounds poetic. For real. And that sounds, and I know that, I understand that you're speaking in the sense that you have a daughter, so you want your daughter to be treated a certain way. And I 100% agree with you. However, I am not opening your door. You're getting four letters. H-E-R-E. -E. That means I'm here. That means come outside, and that means when we go, like, whatever our plans are, we're going to go do what our plans were set to do. I'm See that? That's the dudes, y'all. Choose over nice dudes. i say it again. That's the dudes, y'all. Choose over nice dudes because he looks good. I'm not getting out of the car to open your door or to meet you at the door or to ring your doorbell when you could just walk downstairs. Honestly, I know a lot of people don't want to hear this. But I personally believe, and this is just my personal perception of me and my friends and all the females that we have dealt with collectively, chivalry is almost dead. It's on its, it's, on its last leg. So maybe I might hold the door open for you, yeah. But I'm not getting out of my car to ring your doorbell to tell you to come downstairs to get back in the car. That actually doesn't even make sense. That's a lazy ninja right there. Right there, that's a lazy ninja. That's a dude who gets... Who has no compassion for... Or... Not no compassion. He... Uh, him, and his, him and his mother might not be close. That's just me. But, more to go. As a guy, I will admit... That doesn't stop you from getting a box when you don't do it. It's actually like the more disrespectful you are these days, the more that they give you the box easier which is crazy to me however 
chivalry is not there when it comes to me and i understand you saying this on a on the last leg because i still act appropriately even when i, I probably give people more respect than what they actually asking for so uh no they everyone deserves it let's just be clear everyone deserves respect let's just be clear so at the end of the day i don't listen tell my goddamn daughters if he know if you gave them the address and he just hit you with the four letter words and I don't want my daughter's day Let's keep it a Listen, let's keep it a hundo. Listen, I don't want my my daughters to be dating a guy that's in the mode that Rico's at at this point in time in his life. So at the end of the listen, so I don't So at the listen, so at the end of the day, it goes to what I'm saying, like, nah, you gotta come to that door. Y'all I'll give it to the Gotta be real though, because it's not happening. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just want to hear everybody else respond. Alright, so I'm gonna be real quick then. Um, going to the door. (laughs) Oh Jesus! I will not go to the door, but I will open the car door. Reason why I'm not gonna go to your door. I'm gonna be on Rico with that. It's too much damn work. Listen, I'm already picking the place to where we eating. I'm paying for it. I clean my car. I, w- I put on my Sunday's best. I did all of that. I'm coming to from here to hell pack to pick you up. I'm texting you, H-E-R-E, piggybacking off of what Rico said. I am here. I'm giving you the five minutes, ten minutes ahead of time. That's courtesy. So I'm letting you know, but I will not ring your doorbell. Before I say your father, like a damn rocket, question me. And what do you get with my daughter? I don't know. This ain't the nine, 1995. Bro, you should have had that talk with your daughter. You should have the recon on me already. You don't need to ask me no questions. Because you know what? I'm a party lot to you anyway. So you better talk to your daughter anyway. So I will not be ringing the doorbell for Rod to show up and ask me a damn question and give me damn arm um, lecture. I'm texting you. I'm here, Sally. Let's go. I open your door. That's it. See? Like I said, these ninjas are lazy. And... Uh, yeah, like he said, dude, they they like to be disrespected, and I don't understand. It's like you don't want a dude to to show that he he has interest in you instead of spending money on you. But it is what it is. I guess the more you treat a mean, the more they like you. And that's honesty. And that's, on, and that's honesty. No, yeah, that was, that was perfect. Like completely agree. We here with it. Like that's my expectation. I'd rather the text come outside. Okay, doors open. I'm a little indifferent with the situation. I am. Honestly, I don't agree with Oliver saying that it's too much work to go up the stairs and ring the yeah. doorbell. That, that sounds no, 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 no. Don't try to switch now. No, I, it's not that it's too agree. much work, but I'm saying I wouldn't mind that here and then going out and yeah, then... nobody would mind that. But, but yeah, no, I'm saying, like, honestly, there's it. a certain... Okay, look. You agree with Oliver, you okay. Thank you. Look, there's a okay. certain... It's not because it's too Sorry. much work for him. There's a certain, like, safety factor of, like, my door being nah. open with a man in front Stop of me. Like, too much. You gave me the address. No, I hear you. That's not what I'm saying. The door is open, but what happened? <laughs> As I was saying, I don't, I don't agree with it being too much work because you already put in the work. You said you picked out the the restaurant, you got your Sunday's best, you cleaned your car. How much is it to walk up the stairs and and ring the ring the doorbell? 
I, I don't agree with that. That's not too much work. If you did all of that already, you could go ring the doorbell. Right. What I do agree with is having being scolded by a parent. So, seeing my situation, I still live with my parents. I feel like it depends on where you are in your life. I feel like if you are still young enough that you are living with your parents and do have the chance of like meeting their parents and being like what's your intentions with my daughter then that's a no as as a female i don't even want that because my father is very inquisitive and he will question you the fuck down at the front door and i yeah and i would not want that for any man that i'm dating why not so because i don't i don't want that that's uncomfortable for me that's uncomfortable for him like who is that benefiting no let me just say this see it's the lack of appreciation of the dad at this I'm point. not dating you. I'm not talking to you right now. <laughs> I'm gonna get back to you because at the end of the day, first of all, for me meeting you is that I don't I know you're gonna you're a liar like the rest of these niggas that who met the father. So but, the the point, but the point is it's the presence. That's what you're accounting for. And at the end listen, at the end of the day, I'm reading you. You think that you're younger. You know what it is? We wanna make sure you know that somebody's dead that'll whoop your ass. That's all that is. That's all that is. We want to make sure you know that someone's there to whoop your ass if you step out of line. That is all that is. But, moving forward. You think that you hit me with 52 fake outs. I've been in your shoes before, and I'm just letting you know anything happened to her, I need to know exactly who the hell you are. Second of all, let me just be clear. It's a lack of appreciation of that. Your father is actually, he's the, your protector. And at the end of the day, he's there making sure he's weeding out the BS. Because at the end of the day, yeah, you go on being all secret and not letting it. And that next thing you know, you get your behind whooped. Like I heard a lot of stories of, of women talking about this nigga was crazy first day and, and, and a wild out. And then next thing you know, you got to, he trying to, your father trying to get back and try to figure out, please. Can, I, many can I interject? That can, can I interject? Because I'm not, I don't have a lack of appreciation for my father you I just, no no i know my father has good intentions it's just uncomfortable for me i'd rather avoid all of that and there you go comfort doing the right thing it's not comfortable and again the worse you treat them the easier it is and it's and it's not like any of those things could not happen. I could still get my ass whipped because you think that the man at my door is going to tell my father he doesn't really have future intentions with me, that he he really just wants to fuck or take me out and fuck and, and that's it, that he's not going to take me out again? No, he's not going to tell my father that. He's going to tell my father whatever the fuck he wants to hear. You so any of, that, any of the crazy things you're saying could happen, can still happen you're whether right. my father spoke to this man or not you're right but the thing about it is it's the extra you rather be overprotected than underprotected we i just said i know you're gonna lie i was in your shoes before right listen listen it's the, say something, bro. first and foremost i'm gonna give you this one cliche quote too much is just as bad as too little so overprotective or underprotective, they're both bad. So like, so we got Aaron about to go on a date and I'm her pops, right? Like, what the moral of the story is, me doing anything and me saying anything changes nothing. My, uh, listen, I'm being honest. Spoken of someone who doesn't have a kid. I'm being honest, bro, because at the end of the day, there's going to be many 
dads right now or dads later on that is going to have a daughter and they need to understand that at the end of the day, if they approach a man, nine times out of ten, that man that's taking their daughter out is still going to go and try to fulfill whatever purpose they have for your daughter. All right, but that's not the point. But that's not the point. The thing, the thing is the size subject they might be right chivalry might be dead but they're the ones that killed it because they're not listening young people don't listen at all uh this is the ninjas or another color podcast rate us review us give us five stars at google spotify give us a shout out at facebook at IG or send us an email at ninjasofanothercolorbot.com what's your what's your um, thoughts about chivalry is chivalry dead alright moving on to our final story our final story is about uh, the great Bobby Bowden Bobby Bowden passed away at 91 from uh, I think colon cancer uh, but on his resume, he built Florida State from absolutely nothing. 14 seasons, fin- finished in the top 10. 32 consecutive bowl games. Um, two national championships. I think three, no, two Heisman Trophy winners. Charlie Ward and Chris Winkie. And he said the only... The only blemish on his record, in my book, he said he stayed alive to vote for Donald Trump. Everybody ain't perfect, so he was the architect of my favorite school, and he voted for Donald Trump. But guess what? I ain't gonna hold it against him, because he was 91 and he had COVID. So, check out the tribute to Bobby Bowden. Now we gotta be together to win this dadgum game. Now let's go over some things. Listen to me. Defense. If they don't score, we win. And we do want to win, right? If that, okay, now, all right, hold it. If they don't score, we got it. Now listen, they're tired. You are too, but they're twice as tired. We need to take the kickoff and drive it for a touchdown. I think we got them. If you'll keep hitting. Now, offense, let's get that kick out of there. They'll be, might be kicking with the wind. I, if I had a, a tailbacks, if you would be fierce, we'd go right up down the field. If you were a fierce thing, you could run up down the field. We're opening holes up there. Get in go to the goal line with a dead gum ball. I don't need him to fetch it, Danny. Oh, what do you, what do you tailbacks ought to tear it up? If you'll protect our pace or offensive line, hell, everybody's getting wide open. That Cadillac was wide open, and you let them get to our pacer. Protect them. Make the running. The offense, we need to make the running game go. Backs don't fumble. A fumble will kill us. No fumbles. A great kicking game. A great kicking game. That's the key. Now, men, listen to me. Y'all have worked hard. 
And you are, you are better than Nebraska. You are better than Nebraska. Now listen to what I say. Are we going to let them beat us? Let's get out there and get on. State coach. Yeah, like I said, he built Florida State from nothing, brought it to prominence, and he turned young men into, I guess, what do they call them, productive citizens, and he left a, leg a legacy that can't be touched uh, take the good from the bad he is Florida State alright this is Ninjas of Another Color Ninjas of Another Color podcast with your host Dwayne Otley check us out rate us, review us, give us 5 stars at Google Podcast Spotify check us out
check us out on IG and Facebook and send us an email at ninjasofanothercaller at gmail.com is chivalry dead uh, does money make you more attractive and the Braves are going to win the East and we're going to check you out next week <laughs>